Listen to God's Word for March 8th. Today's reading is Numbers 34 through 36. May God bless this reading of His Word. Numbers 34 Then the Lord said to Moses, Command the Israelites, and say to them, When you enter the land of Canaan, it will be allotted to you as an inheritance with these boundaries. Your southern border will extend from the wilderness of Zin along the border of Edom. On the east, your southern border will run from the end of the Salt Sea, cross south of the ascent of Akrabim, continue to Zin, and go south of Kadesh Barnea. Then it will go on to Hazar Adar, and proceed to Asmon, where it will turn from Asmon, join the brook of Egypt, and end at the sea. Your western border will be the coastline of the Great Sea. This will be your boundary on the west. Your northern border will run from the Great Sea directly to Mount Hor, and from Mount Hor to Lebo-Hamath, then extend to Zedad, continue to Ziphron, and end at Hazar-Enan. This will be your boundary on the north. And your eastern border will run straight from Hazar-Enan to Shephem, then go down from Shephem to Riblah on the east side of Ain, and continue along the slopes east of the Sea of Kinnereth. Then the border will go down along the Jordan and end at the Salt Sea. This will be your land, defined by its borders on all sides. So Moses commanded the Israelites, Apportion this land by lot as an inheritance. The Lord has commanded that it be given to the nine and a half tribes. For the tribes of the Reubenites and Gadites, along with the half-tribe of Manasseh, have already received their inheritance. These two and a half tribes have received their inheritance across the Jordan from Jericho toward the sunrise. Then the Lord said to Moses, These are the names of the men who are to assign the land as an inheritance for you, Eleazar the priest and Joshua son of Nun. Appoint one leader from each tribe to distribute the land. These are their names. Caleb, son of Jephunneh, from the tribe of Judah. Shemuel, son of Amihud, from the tribe of Simeon. Elidad, son of Kislon, from the tribe of Benjamin. Buckai, son of Joglai, a leader from the tribe of Dan. Haniel, son of Ephod, a leader from the tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph. Kemuel, son of Shiftan, a leader from the tribe of Ephraim. Elizaphan, son of Parnak, a leader from the tribe of Zebulun. Paltiel, son of Azan, a leader from the tribe of Issachar. Ahihud, son of Shalomai, a leader from the tribe of Asher. And Pedahel, son of Amihud, a leader from the tribe of Naphtali. These are the ones whom the Lord commanded to apportion the inheritance to the Israelites in the land of Canaan. Numbers 35 Again the Lord spoke to Moses on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Command the Israelites to give from the inheritance they will possess, cities for the Levites to live in, and pasture lands around the cities. The cities will be for them to live in, and the pasture lands will be for their herds, their flocks, and all their other livestock. The pasture lands around the cities you are to give the Levites will extend a thousand cubits from the wall on every side. 
You are also to measure 2,000 cubits outside the city on the east, 2,000 on the south, 2,000 on the west, and 2,000 on the north, with the city in the center. These areas will serve as larger pasture lands for the cities. Six of the cities you give the Levites are to be appointed as cities of refuge, to which a manslayer may flee. In addition to these, give the Levites forty-two other cities. The total number of cities you give the Levites will be forty-eight, with their corresponding pasture lands. The cities that you apportion from the territory of the Israelites should be given to the Levites in proportion to the inheritance of each tribe, more from a larger tribe and less from a smaller one. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, designate cities to serve as your cities of refuge, so that a person who kills someone unintentionally may flee there. You are to have these cities as a refuge from the avenger, so that the manslayer will not die until he stands trial before the assembly. The cities you select will be your six cities of refuge. Select three cities across the Jordan and three in the land of Canaan as cities of refuge. These six cities will serve as a refuge for the Israelites and for the foreigner or stranger among them, so that anyone who kills a person unintentionally may flee there. If, however, anyone strikes a person with an iron object and kills him, he is a murderer. The murderer must surely be put to death. Or if anyone has in his hand a stone of deadly size, and he strikes and kills another, he is a murderer. The murderer must surely be put to death. If anyone has in his hand a deadly object of wood, and he strikes and kills another, he is a murderer. The murderer must surely be put to death. The avenger of blood is to put the murderer to death. When he finds him, he is to kill him. Likewise, if anyone maliciously pushes another or intentionally throws an object at him and kills him, or if in hostility he strikes him with his hand and he dies, the one who struck him must surely be put to death. He is a murderer. When the avenger of blood finds the murderer, he is to kill him. But if anyone pushes a person suddenly without hostility or throws an object at him unintentionally, or, without looking, drops a heavy stone that kills him, but he was not an enemy and did not intend to harm him, then the congregation must judge between the slayer and the avenger of blood according to these ordinances. The assembly is to protect the manslayer from the hand of the avenger of blood. Then the assembly will return him to the city of refuge to which he fled, and he must live there until the death of the high priest who was anointed with the holy oil. But if the manslayer ever goes outside the limits of the city of refuge to which he fled, and the avenger of blood finds him outside of his city of refuge and kills him, then the avenger will not be guilty of bloodshed, because the manslayer must remain in his city of refuge until the death of the high priest. Only after the death of the high priest may he return to the land he owns. This will be a statutory ordinance for you for the generations to come, wherever you live. If anyone kills a person, 
the murderer is to be put to death on the testimony of the witnesses. But no one is to be put to death based on the testimony of a lone witness. You are not to accept a ransom for the life of a murderer who deserves to die. He must surely be put to death. Nor should you accept a ransom for the person who flees to a city of refuge and allow him to return and live on his own land before the death of the high priest. Do not pollute the land where you live, for bloodshed pollutes the land, and no atonement can be made for the land on which the blood is shed, except by the blood of the one who shed it. Do not defile the land where you live and where I dwell, for I, the Lord, dwell among the Israelites. Numbers 36 now the family heads of the clan of Gilead, son of Maker, son of Manasseh, one of the clans of Joseph, approached Moses and the leaders who were the heads of the Israelite families, and addressed them, saying, When the Lord commanded my Lord to give the land as an inheritance to the Israelites by lot, he also commanded him to give the inheritance of our brother Zelophehad to his daughters. But if they marry any of the men from the other tribes of Israel, their inheritance will be withdrawn from the portion of our fathers and added to the tribe into which they marry. So our allotted inheritance would be taken away. And when the jubilee for the Israelites comes, their inheritance will be added to the tribe into which they marry and taken away from the tribe of our fathers. So at the word of the Lord, Moses commanded the Israelites, The tribe of the sons of Joseph speaks correctly. This is what the Lord has commanded concerning the daughters of Zelophehad. They may marry anyone they please, provided they marry within a clan of the tribe of their father. No inheritance in Israel may be transferred from tribe to tribe, because each of the Israelites is to retain the inheritance of the tribe of his fathers. Every daughter who possesses an inheritance from any Israelite tribe must marry within a clan of the tribe of her father, so that every Israelite will possess the inheritance of his fathers. No inheritance may be transferred from one tribe to another, for each tribe of Israel must retain its inheritance. So the daughters of Zelophehad did as the Lord had commanded Moses. Mala, Terza, Hogla, Milka, and Noah, the daughters of Zelophehad, were married to cousins on their father's side. They married within the clans of the descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph, and their inheritance remained within the tribe of their father's clan. These are the commandments and ordinances that the Lord gave the Israelites through Moses on the plains of Moab by the Jordan, across from Jericho. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at listen to God's word dot org.